Sometimes life is messy. Have you ever wished you could refocus your mind, home, relationships, and work life? Join us as we use research-based information to make practical changes and simplify life. This is Life Simplified. Welcome back to Life Simplified. We're excited that you're listening today, and we're talking all about back-to-school preparations. Where we live, we're a couple of weeks out from school starting, so we thought this would be a great time to just talk about some things to get us get us prepared as well as our children and back to school can be really exciting and it can be a little nerve-wracking as well so think about what you as an adult love about back to school or think back to childhood what you loved about back to school and then think about what your kids love about back to school time And I happened to ask my youngest what she loved about back to school time. And I thought I would share her answers with you. And then we can go around the room and see if that sparked any memories for you. So my child said that she loves getting to see her friends, meeting her new teachers, and back to school shopping. So I think the back to school shopping, I remember going to wherever it was and you'd find like the cool notebooks and the cool pencils and just the different things and the binders and it was just neat to have new fresh stuff and of course new clothes but I guess when for me I don't know maybe I was the weird kid that liked the the new (laughs) um, pencils but yeah I think it was uh what was it the Sally so Lisa Frank, Lisa I'm, Frank. I'm throwing it out there. Yes. Like the Lisa Frank. Lisa Frank. That's Love what it. I remember was the Lisa Frank stuff. I think it's yeah. making a comeback too. So I'm just saying like all the fun colors and yes. designs. That, yes. Yeah. It was always neat to go and pick out your stuff. Yeah. And Trapper Keepers. Yes. And they're back too. Yes. Well, okay. So basically our childhood has come back <laughs> because we are obviously super cool. I'm just saying. <laughs> Yeah, the accessories yeah. are fun. Like, mm-hmm. I remember being stressed about the clothes shopping um, because my mom really wasn't much of a clothes shopper. So I would, like, drag my grandmother. She would take me. But, like, the trying on and the, you know, everything was so different then because you actually went to a brick-and-mortar store and you had to try it on. And then it was a whole ordeal. And so... I know I'm that's why I'm very much a like order it to my house now and if I don't love it I send it back but but yeah all the the things the erasers and pencils and folders and new backpack or whatever it was yeah you know you had to you had to be accessorized everything had to be on point okay so thinking back what and Tiffany touched on this a little bit like what stressed you out or what did you like least about going back to school I can give you my child's answer. She said having to go back after the first day and then doing the actual schoolwork. So, I mean, (laughs) she wants a social hour, but not the learning. (laughs) Which, that's what she's thinking about in her head right now. But she actually really does enjoy school. I think it's just that you hit a certain age and it's like it's cool to 
be like, oh, I don't like it. And I'm like, but you do like it. You actually do enjoy going to school, but I can't tell her that. See, I was opposite of your child. Um, I was a very introverted child, and I was very anxious mm-hmm. the first day. Just like, am I going to go in the right room? Are any of my friends going to be there? Like, I just was very nervous the very first day of school, to the point where there there were first days of school that I made myself sick just from all the worrying that I would do. And I think we're going to talk a little bit more about anxiety in, in another episode. But that was my thing. And then after I got past the first day, I was good. Like, it was that unknown that bothered me and then once I had that under my belt I was like I'm great we're good let's let's do this but yeah that first day was always a little bit tense for me I think we might be the same person because I would literally make myself sick worrying about that first day of school I don't know I was I was always excited and, and ready to go so it didn't what made me nervous I guess was the unexpected about what the teacher the teachers Mm -hmm. i guess because it's new teachers you don't know what to expect or what they want and and things like that but for me the social i think i was amped up and ready to go for all that and i played sports so i think just the excitement about going and getting back into that type of routine and stuff i'll enjoyed Yeah, I mean, I think I carried that anxiety with me all the way even through college. Like, I can remember new semesters, the first day of a new semester being like, oh, this is this is a lot. But like, once I got that syllabus, you know, you said what to expect, what they want from you. Like, I was like, whoo, syllabus, I'm good. I know what they need from me. I can do this. But yeah, it's always been that unknown situation. As I'm sitting here listening to you guys talk about far as going back to school and that, I did not like school at all. Um, all I wanted was to get out. And so, and y'all are sitting here talking about your childhood. And it's like, I'm old. I don't remember none of it. <laughs> okay. You are not that much older I, than us. <laughs> I am though. I am. But Barely. It's just, but I also remember the, just like you all, far as being anxiety of going back and, I don't know. I, I guess when I was little, I really worried about friends. Uh, having mm-hmm. friends was my friends still going to be there, you know? Or are they still going to like me? I remember that in ele- you know primary elementary elementary age. So, and I think, and I'm not a social butterfly person either. But I guess at that time, I felt like I was because as I got throughout the school year in middle school and high school, it's like, man, I'm just ready to get out. So mm-hmm. I didn't care about that anymore. <laughs> but I guess one question is, did you have Lisa Frank when you were I'm sitting here trying to think. I don't remember. Then that's I'm why sure, you weren't excited. I'm sure, <laughs> though. Yes, if, I looked, right. if I looked it up right now, like what it was, I probably would say, oh, yeah, I did. But I don't remember. They, I don't okay, know. Okay. But also, like like Lisa Frank, but then there was also, it was it Sanrio? It was the Hello Kitty stuff. Like oh, Karopi yeah. and Hello Kitty yeah. and all that. Yeah, that was also like in younger years like if you had that stuff you needed the pencil box and all the things and then lisa frank was more like yeah out there now i did have a trapper keeper i do remember that but it seems like it was in my middle school years so i'm quite a bit older than you all so i am i am but i do also remember and i know this is something that a lot of people don't think about my parents struggled you know so we didn't have just we just had the bare essentials of things too so mm-hmm. and that's okay too you know but you know i i'm older i don't remember a lot so all right so we've talked about things that we remember liking about school and things that 
we were a little nervous about. And Tiffany's right. We're going to talk more about the anxieties that go along with back to school in another episode. So today we're really going to just kind of focus on some of the basics for getting prepared for back to school. So I want you to think now as an adult who has children going back to school, no matter what their age, because I've been trying to think of this based on my youngest child who still lives in the home, and then my older child who is actually going back to college at the end of the summer and kind of thinking about what I anticipate or what I have struggled with in the past when it comes time for to go back to school. So, think about that. What do you struggle with when it comes time for children to go back to school as an adult? Well, I'll just tell you about my struggle right now. Um, As you all have listened before, I have three children and uh, my two boys that are the older, they have gone in different paths far as not going to college after they graduated high school. But my daughter, uh, she did. She went on to college and she went to community college for a couple of years. And now she has decided she wants to go to another county or no, yeah, another county to go to college. So she traditionally did not go right after she graduated high school. She stayed at home. And so now I'm struggling because she's older and she's leaving me, you know. And so I anticipate, okay, we, I need to do this, this, and this, and this for Even though she's just going to be a little bit away from me, it's not like she's going into another state or anything but I'm in a different stage as you all and now I've got to think okay what do I need to do to help her to make her succeed where she's going so I'm in that mode you know I just want to make sure that I have given her all the tools and or whatever it may be for her to succeed with me not being there for me there's a couple different things and they're like vastly different one is i get so overwhelmed with just like the list of supplies and i I have three (laughs) kids also and and this year is is one of those years i've kind of anticipated as a mom my my kids are going into ninth grade sixth grade and second grade so we have a high schooler a middle schooler and an elementary schooler so i'm kind of running the gamut of that right now and the list just like overwhelm me and I know for myself um, that I'm rebuying things that we probably still have left over from last year because I just cannot like get the energy and focus to be like let's dig all the things out what do we have what do we not have so we probably have like a billion scissors and crayons I don't know like we could probably open our own shop Um, but the list just feels a little bit overwhelming and then also I think it's the knowing that once you get back into school all the extracurriculars get going again and and trying to figure out in my head like how do i get all of them the different places and for me it's it's easier because my kids are at a private school where they're all in the same building so i'm grateful like i'm doing one drop off they're all going the same place it could be three completely separate schools and i would be all over the entire county um but they still have so many different activities that are meeting different days different times different places and so that for me i'm like oh we're going full force again which we're still busy in the summer but i think it just sort of kicks into a different gear once you get into the school year I'm glad that you mentioned that getting all the things on your calendar and start thinking ahead. So that's one thing that can really be helpful is to review that calendar and go ahead and get all those dates. If your school puts out a calendar that has all the days that they're out of school, it would be a really good idea to go ahead and write those on your calendar. Or if you keep your calendar online, I still I have both. I have the 
the digital calendar and the paper calendar because I just need that, have that in my hand. And I'm thinking back to a time where my child came home and said, I'm out of school on Friday. And I was like, no, you're not. Like, clearly you're going to school. I don't know where you heard that, but you're going to school. Then I pulled it up on the calendar, and sure enough, she was right. She was out of school. I hadn't planned for that. So I went into overwhelmed mode of, well, how'd this happen? But getting that calendar. So we talked about some of our struggles. What do you think your kids might struggle with? I think a lot of it is that unknown, like we Mm -hmm. said a while ago. I think. Uh, for mine, I would, she would be far as of not knowing what she's going to do or is she going to mess up or, you know, of not knowing anything. So, mm-hmm. well, and in college, you're, you have to learn each professor and what their expectations are. And so I think I'm in the same boat with you with my oldest and she's got to learn a whole new set of professors and see what their expectations are and she's got the added cost of she's living off campus and so she's got that in the back of her mind and then my youngest is thinking about friends she Mm -hmm. wants to make sure and that was one of the things that she said when I said well are you nervous about anything she was just like well I want to make sure I want to know how to make some more friends because she's the social butterfly (laughs) of the family like like you just said a while ago, far as about um, financially, my daughter hasn't had to work because that was our deal when they graduated high school. If you go on to college, we'll do whatever we can to help you not with your car payment, insurance, and all that because we want them to focus on school. Well, now it's a different ball game because she is not living on campus. She's living off campus. So now she's gonna she's working this summer to save money for her apartment, but now she's going to have to have a job while she's going to school because she's doing a whole different path so to her i'm sure she's worrying and struggling making sure that she's going to be able to make it on her own too and i think we're going to be talking about financial considerations for back to school in another episode coming up tell her to tune in yes I think for my two older kids, they're just, you know, it's the unknown, but they're at the same school, but they're getting into that next phase. And so, you know, your first day of high school feels like a big thing and your first day of middle school feels like a big thing. And so I think that um, that's in the back of their minds. They haven't really verbalized it, especially my my daughter who's going into middle school. She's just excited, but she is the social butterfly, outgoing, just she can't wait like she's been telling me for months i can't wait till i can do that and be a youth group at church because i'll be in middle school now like she's ready for all of what that means for her um growing up to that next stage my older one is a little more sensitive um and so i think he probably has a little a little bit more concern in him about going on to high school he's not really verbalized it yet but um, he's a little bit more like his mom. Um, so he's a little more introverted, a little more timid. So I, I can kind of see that in him. But I think also when we talk about how it's overwhelming for us to think about um, the schedules and the activities and all the things, I think probably for them that's a concern as well because 
they've had this break during the summer where they've really just kind of done some fun stuff and they may have had a little job here or there or some things that they did but responsibility has been a lot less over the summertime and then they're getting back into where not only am I getting up maybe a little bit earlier am I having a full day of things I'm doing and then things that I'm expected to do in the evening but I'm also getting back in that mode of I have to do homework I have to study I'm going you know to the practices or the meetings or the clubs or whatever those activities are and so I think we as parents are thinking how do we get them to all the things but they're also trying to figure out how to juggle all the things so we're probably sharing a little bit of of our concerns let's just talk about a couple of things that we can do as parents to help ease our child back into the school year and one of the things we can do is help them review things that they've learned from the previous year one thing that we've tried to do with our youngest is a workbook and encouraging reading throughout the summer and let me tell you she doesn't love it a whole lot but and she actually at the beginning of the summer told me that she was the only child in the world y'all that (laughs) in the world in the world that had to do a workbook and read and we're talking like a page or two (laughs) per day it's not like we're giving her this just you have to do a full work per day. But anyway, I did see some uh, friends on social media that also had their children working on some pages from a workbook. So if your child is doing a workbook, feel free to email me and I'm going to show her that as proof. But just reviewing, if you haven't been doing a workbook this whole summer, that's okay. There's no guilt here, no, no judgment here. But just helping them review a few of the things that they learned I know multiplication skills were a big thing in, what, third grade, something like that. And those are skills that you're going to continue to need. So just practicing on that, practicing a little addition and looking at some books, reading. So just reviewing a couple of things. That's funny. If it makes her feel better, um, you can let her know that my kid's school actually assigns a novel over the summer and you have to write a book report and it's due on the first day of school for a grade. Oh, wow. So if that makes her feel better, like they actually have a legitimate assignment they have to turn in. So she's not the only one in the world having to do some things. I like it. They don't love that either, but they're, they're all doing it. So. Right. They're doing it. If there's a back-to-school night at the school where your child goes, go to it. Let them meet their teacher. Or if you're going to a new school, if you're transitioning, then take them to the school and let them meet the principal or just see the building so that they know where they're going. And then depending on how your child is getting to school, you may want to have a conversation about safety. So if they're walking, make sure that they understand all of the safety guidelines. If they're a bus rider or a car rider, then just talking through those safety points physicals and any paperwork that needs to be filled out and that that can be really overwhelming so if you know it's happening you know your child is involved in sports like Amanda was talking about earlier there are health physicals that you're going to need to do and we're like I said earlier we're a couple of weeks out for from school in our area so That would be a great time to go ahead and make those appointments so that you're not scrambling once the school year starts. 
I know in our community, there's uh, several different places that have been doing free physicals, mm-hmm. and they'll advertise it. So if that's something um, that could be a hardship or just, I mean, in our economy today, everybody's trying to save money. So just maybe seeking those out. It is early, um, but just going ahead and, and taking advantage of those early things. One thing that's really important is to have a positive attitude yourself. And those attitudes are contagious. So if you're all bummed out because school's starting and you don't have a positive attitude about it, then your child is more than likely going to follow suit. So just curious, uh, sometimes on social media and other places, you'll see videos of moms and parents celebrating while their kid's gone. Is that something you all do? I'm not there yet, so I don't know what I'll do when my kid goes back to school, but... (laughs) Okay, so... I literally just pulled out my agenda for those of you listening and wondering why we are now having a fall apart. So I already have written in my calendar for the the day off, the Friday um, of the first week of school. And so the reason that is, is I have a friend who has a pool. (laughs) (laughs) And the first Friday of back to school, she invites some of the ladies over like, drop the kids at school and we go straight to her pool and we just hang out at the pool all day until we decide to leave and go pick up our kids from school so (laughs) yes there's there's a little bit of a celebration and it's different because I'm not a stay-at-home mom where I'm home with my kids all summer so it's not like they're driving me crazy and wild and I need them out of my hair because I can't anymore um it's just more sort of like okay we we made it through the summer now we're gonna we're gonna have a mom day and we're gonna we're gonna celebrate and kind of you know kick off the new year you know i think our our kids sometimes have like back to school celebrations and it's sort of our hey our kids are back to school <laughs> celebration i like it i think that's a really good point i mean i should probably put a wellness day in my calendar for the first friday i did make a note when i was uh, and didn't say it when i was talking about getting those dates on your calendar but avoid over scheduling especially that first week. So one thing that we try to do is to not plan anything for the week of back to school or that weekend Mm -hmm. to just let that be a chill time. And we may go do a couple of things here and there. We may have a picnic or we may just stay home and chill because we're all going to need it. That's going to be an exhausting week. And we know that. Another thing you can do is to help them get organized. And you don't have to have those special trapper keepers, those Lisa Franks or whatever. The pencil pouches. The pencil pouches. (laughs) (laughs) Set your budget and stick to it. But help them figure out how to get organized. And that's one thing that I just... I thought it just came naturally, but that doesn't come naturally to my child. So we've we've had lots of discussions of, well, let's put our papers in the folder, not just in our backpack where they get crumbled at the bottom. And maybe I'm alone here, but I was even thinking like, I wonder if they make trapper keepers because that would, I think she would really enjoy that and maybe able to keep her stuff where it's supposed to go. They do. They do. They do. Yeah. They came back like a year or two ago. Okay. So, <laughs> so yeah. she's going to be exciting because usually our back to school shopping is mainly the 
the clothes. Like, here's your budget for clothes. Let's go do this. And we don't focus a lot on the the pretty and the cute stuff. So y'all have inspired me to let her to set a little budget on that and let her pick out some cute stuff. Well, maybe she'll be more organized and willing to use it if she has some input in it too. That's true. And then help them set realistic goals and not necessarily setting them for them because we all know that with a goal, it's going to be much more meaningful and we're going to work towards it more if we set it ourselves but depending on the age of our child they may need help setting those realistic goals and then here's the biggie develop routines so before school after school bedtime routines study routines just there's a whole set of routines What routines do you have that work well for you and your children during the school year or really any time? It doesn't have, we're specifically talking back to school, but Amanda's child isn't in school yet, but I bet she has a lot of routines that work well. So just generally speaking, what routines work well? When uh, my children was younger, we always tried to make sure that they, as they had homework at school or had homework to do, that uh, we, they done it first. As soon as we got home, they worked on it. And then that way they could play until it was time to eat supper, get baths, and then be in bed by a certain time. Now, did that always work? No, because my one child tried to fight me all the time because he didn't want to do it. But we tried to stick with that kind of routine and them going back going to bed at a reasonable hour or two helped a whole lot and then it made it easier the next morning for them to get up to to go to school did they fight me when they got older yes but it still it helps helped me and my kids stay in that routine my kids a year and a half and he fights me at bedtime so (laughs) (laughs) but we try to for us and for him and probably for you all too with your kids you start like an hour early before it's even you to kind of dim the lights mm-hmm. and set the tone and then it's always the bath and then we read a book or two or three or whatever it is that he he likes and then just trying to get that routine to settle down brushing teeth and then hopefully to bed um but yeah just i think it's really important to do that and to prep and start it early instead of just springing it on on like okay Mm. you gotta go to bed in five minutes type thing um for us i definitely agree like the the bedtime routine and the morning routine are key like trying to keep those as consistent as we can and so we try to keep them fairly in line with school year during the summer now there's a little more flexibility you know there's a little more opportunity to sleep in sometimes a little more opportunity to stay up later but we try to keep it pretty close to what that looks like during the school year so it's not quite such a shock like my my two younger kids a lot of times they're up normally because they're going to a camp and so they're running with me in the morning just like they would for school um my oldest even like we've been getting him up before we leave the house so he's getting a little extra sleep but the whole sleep until noon thing was not working out at our house so we've tried to kind of adjust that as far as my youngest like we get him in bed a pretty decent time like pretty close to school year throughout the year the older ones might have a little more flexibility um but if you are living kind of like freedom during the summer which i think is totally fine based on your routine i would suggest you know two three weeks 
out, go ahead and start adjusting that routine and getting them more closely aligned to the bedtime and the wake up time that you know they're going to need during the school year because you really don't want to be like, all right, school's tomorrow. We're going to go to bed two hours earlier than you're used to and you're getting up three hours earlier. And they, you know, that's that's hard for any of us. Our routines are kind of like our, our security blanket. So if it gets shifted really fast, that can be hard to deal with. So I think just trying to keep as much consistency as possible because I know as an adult I need that as well and if I stay up way late or get up you know way later it it really throws everything off and it may be helpful to write those routines down and y'all know I'm a list maker but my child has a morning routine and we've gone through and written it down and she still looks at it and in my head I'm like well you know what you need to do but that helps her yeah so it's like a checklist for her so even she knows she does it every day she's just maybe double checking Mm -hmm. I did this I did that type thing Yeah. yeah I can see how that works I think it's a great idea yeah, and all of our children are like different learners. So maybe she's more visually inclined to learning. And so having that where she can see it lets her feel confident that she's gone through her routine, whereas other kids may need different means. So, And I think it's important to note, too, like because we've mentioned that sometimes you have multiple children and multiple ages, different stages, their routine's going to look different. Mm-hmm. You know, my 7-year-old's routine and my 15-year-old's routine are going to be vastly different because they have different needs and they they have different different activities at this point so you may not have a one-size-fits-all routine for your entire family um, but making sure that each person understands what that should look like for them so that they can be the most productive as possible and letting them depending on their age letting them be involved in Mm -hmm. setting those routines and really encourage them to take responsibility for it especially as they get older my youngest has really been wanting a lot of freedoms lately and we've had a lot of conversations about with freedom comes responsibility so if you want the freedom to just do your things you also have the responsibility to do them Mm -hmm. If your child can't read, maybe even having those graphics that shows that we we take a shower and we brush our teeth. And then if you read a story before bedtime, then you've got a book. So anything visual is helpful as well. And if you can make it fun and so that it's not that, oh, I have to go to bed. And then start thinking about your homework schedule. That's another routine and consistent. You want it to be consistent and a quiet time to help them develop those study habits. I do want to make one note about when school starts and for you as adults to prepare for those after school blues. And you may have experienced this, maybe not, but you get great reports about behavior at school like your child is just amazing they never have any type of outbursts they're always polite and then they come home and it's like breakdown they're having meltdowns they're whining they're throwing tantrums that's a real thing it's called after school restraint collapse and it's very common among children younger than 12 and so Think of it this way, while they're at school, your child is demonstrating 
a huge amount of self-control by containing all of their emotions, all of their thoughts, their physical energy. And by the time they reach their home, they're exhausted. And if I'm really thinking about it and being honest, I get it. I'm exhausted when I get home too. And home is my safe place just like we are the safe place for our child. So just thinking about that ahead of time and being prepared for it to happen. And maybe it won't. I'm not saying just expect your child to throw a tantrum as soon as they get home, but they they may need a little bit, they may need a break right after school. They may need to get out some of that energy, have a healthy snack, play. Maybe it's not best for them to start their homework right away. Think about your child and then be mindful of how you're reacting when you come home after a long day. And I'm talking to myself here and wondering, is your child mimicking you because you've had a long day and how have you reacted? And to finish off, I did want to give some tips. I asked my youngest for her back to school tips because she's very intrigued by this podcast thing. She would like to be on it. And so this was the closest thing I could give her. So here are tips from a nine-year-old. Try not to let your kid go to bed after 10, which where she got 10, I have no idea. She absolutely does not go to bed anywhere near 10. Go to bed at a reasonable time. Help your kids stay on track and be organized. Don't let them be on their screens an hour before bed so that they aren't tempted to stay there. This is this were her exact words. I don't want to say this, but it really is a good idea. Read for 10 to 20 minutes each day. Always make your kids study even when there isn't a test. Don't spend too much money on back to school shopping. And try not to be a dorky parent and try not to embarrass your kids. <laughs> That one's my favorite. Right. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so since you have this list, are you going to keep it and look at it? So then when she's like, I don't want to read for 20 minutes, you can yeah. be like, hey, you, you didn't say this. Right. I'm going <laughs> to hang it up and be like, these were your tips. So let's go with those. No, I love it. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. I think that that was good. <laughs> Well, thank you for listening. I hope that you gained something from our back-to-school tips. We would love to hear your feedback, so feel free to email us at lifesimplifiedpodcast at gmail.com and follow us on our Facebook page, Life Simplified Podcast. Thanks for listening to Life Simplified. We are family and consumer sciences agents with the University of Kentucky Cooperative Extension Service. Contact us at lifesimplifiedpodcast at gmail.com.